Guys, what is going on? Welcome back to the Arsenio Bug Show. Man, it's been a while. I know it's been a very, very long while, and I do apologize for that because, of course, I've been very, very busy on the busy side in terms of doing other things with my other projects. So now I am back, and I'm bringing to you a coaching session. Uh, in addition to that, of course, my phone and the speaker app on my phone is completely garbage right now. At, for whatever reason, I'm going to have to reinstall that, but it's all good. Here we go. So one of my con- – well, of course, my content writer, she asked me. She said, hey – So how can we become or just be creative and continue being creative in a country that – or in a world that is just vastly changing, you know, as the days go on? And I said, you know what? That's a very, very interesting question because, of course, the way I see the education system, they're not changing whatsoever. And now they – with them being, of course, trillion dollars in debt and what's happening right now with people realizing that universities are completely bogus – it's a little bit scary for them. The future is very, very bleak because they know, you know, I guess you could say, not I want to say societies, but companies such as Mind Valley and other companies that are developing software on like the likes of Udemy and Vimeo to help people with, you know, critical thinking skills, skills that are going to be very, very important in the future. They realize that all that informational regurgitation in terms of learning biology, chemistry, physics, and all those trash ass subjects, excuse me, but it doesn't make any sense and it no longer makes sense anymore. So if I look at me and I look at the initiation of what has happened, I can only do this from my standpoint, what has happened to me in general. So if I look at when I first came here, I did not have any experience, of course, here in Thailand. And when I first started teaching, I was only paid $600 a month. That was it. That was the initiation, right? And so my second job was the $1,000 US a month. Why? Because I actually had five months of experience under my belt. Now, the more you – of course, remember what I talked about with Luke. The more I learned, the more I earned. So the reality was when I finally got into Bangkok, the more I learned in terms of teaching different subjects, the more I earned. And when I continued learning about newer subjects and doing this and integrating different styles and different you know programs and videos and stuff into my practices, that's when I became more resourceful. When I became more resourceful, that's when life began changing for me. So if I look at it this way, the first time I actually uh, – well, you know what? It was a coach. Uh, it was a business coach that I was actually teaching from Toyota, and this guy was a beast. And it's amazing because at the end of our little lesson, I only taught him for a few times. He started talking about you know the different ways of learning. So he said there was e-learning, there was e-testing, then there was the coaching aspect, and there was the refreshment. He said, you know what? What you can do, you can develop some kind of refreshment course. Whereas they are given a passcode after they pay a specific price, so they could take your refreshment course in terms of what you have already taught them. And I said, that is a very interesting point. That's kind of what I'm doing with my coaching services right now in terms of my, you know, my Facebook page and this and that. So when this started, when he actually told me about that, then I went back to the point in terms of me. Developing my first YouTube video. Now, when I developed my first YouTube video, this was three weeks ago. This was not at the height, but you know what? It still gains the most, uh, what is it, the most views in all of my channel to this day for whatever reason. And so with this specific video almost tallying up one, well, I'm sorry, 10,000 views, I said, you know what? Maybe I should make more of them. 
And you know what? That was the creative. That, that was the creative side. So I did create another one with another student. So I've got. You know, I was a little bit more creative in that aspect. Then, of course, you know, back in 2016, that's when people were angry because they knew how successful I was becoming at my job, and they started trying to take away different things from me. And so they did. They took away that, you know, that uh, interactive whiteboard, and that was no longer available to me. So I stopped doing videos for some time until I started them back up. Of course, living in my old condominium which wasn't the greatest uh but now that you guys see all of the videos i've come out with so far this year it eclipses everything i've already done before but i realized that there was a market out there there was a market that needed you know this type of teaching or this type of teaching or this type of confidence building or this or that and i said you know what okay i'm gonna start making these videos but i wasn't making them consistently and because I wasn't making them consistently, I would lose a lot of viewers or lose a lot of this or a lot of that, and it would become just a very big problem. And so I said, you know what? Okay, this is what we're going to do. So, of course, at the beginning of the year, that's when I said, how about I make a podcast for ESL, for ESL learning? So I looked at all the different competitors out there, and I said, okay, what are they doing? Okay, what are they making podcasts on? Okay, that's really stupid. Okay, and then I went to like some of the Instagram videos, and I'm like, okay, she's actually teaching the word bitch. Okay, that's really not good whatsoever. And so I went to a couple of other things. I went to this specific place and that specific place, and I said, you know what? How about I start off, and this is the creative side of me. I said, how about I do a five-season introduction? Right, So we're going to go from elementary to pre-intermediate, intermediate, upper intermediate, and advance. And so I said, okay, each season is going to be somewhere between 40 and 60, uh, what is it, 40, 40 to 60 um, episodes. And so that's when I began. Now, I did not have a definitive schedule to this. But once I installed a definitive schedule, all my plays went up by 40%. But let's go back to the very, very beginning. I started off with elementary, and then I started bringing other people, and this is, again, tapping into my creative side, other people in from around the world. So I brought someone on from Libya. She's a student. Her name is Emma, and she's actually uh, going to become a teacher right now. She's doing her internship, if I'm not mistaken. And next thing you know, that episode went viral. And I said, well, that's interesting. I wonder why that went viral. Why? Because, of course, if you actually put Libya on Google, all you see are pictures of Hillary Clinton, uh, white diplomats, and corruption. But if you actually tap into what the beauty Libya is and what it really has to offer, you would see a magnificent side of a country that is actually pinpointed or painted by the media as something bad. So I'm guessing the reason why it went viral is because so many people have a negative perception of what this country is. But then when they actually heard my podcast, they realized, oh, my God, I really love this place. And so then it all began to change. And so after that, I started bringing other people on. I brought people on from France, uh, Thailand, Guinea, uh, of course, Malaysia. Oh, my God, what were the other places? Armenia, Mexico, Uruguay. Uh, oh my god. I'm hoping to bring someone on from Morocco, uh, the Philippines. I've brought a lot of different individuals on there. So then I said, okay, all right, this is really good. What else should I do? And so I added in a how-to guide, how to do this, how to do that. But that was only probably three short episodes. And then I stopped it after that, which is all good. But you know what? The biggest thing was people want to schedule. People want to know when certain things are coming on. And so I said, okay. 
I'm going to come up with a schedule for both my ESL podcast and my personal development podcast. Now, of course, did I follow that personal development podcast schedule? No, I didn't. One, because not much traction, not much going on over here. You know what I mean? It's just it's just like I'm kind of flowing with the market. I'm doubling down on my strengths. My ESL, again, um, each of them averaged probably about 80 plays, which is a significant amount compared to my personal development one. Not only that, but I'm getting a lot of people liking my posts and following me on Instagram and following my Facebook page in general. So I said, you know what, man? And that's when I said, okay, here's the schedule. Monday, I'm going to do pronunciation. Tuesday, I'm going to do this. Wednesday, I'm going to do grammar. Thursday, I'm going to do this. Friday, I'm going to do vocabulary. Saturday is going to be a speaking day. And Sunday will be my designated day in terms of doing developing critical thinking or doing something else in uh, in regards to bringing someone on from around the world to talk about their beautiful country. And that scored big. And so then I said, you know what? How about live coaching? And then this is when I tapped into the guy from Toyota. I said, oh, okay, if I start doing live coaching, people know what time they're going to tune in for when I start, you know, my coaching, you know, my coaching videos uh, in terms of doing a TOEIC video on a Saturday and the IELTS on Sunday. Guys, you get the point. With all the creativity that kept coming down upon me, it ultimately led me to the success that's happening right now in the entire English language learning world. You know, there's no one else pumping out as much content as I am. There's no one else posting daily, con- uh, what is it, daily content on a schedule such as what I'm doing. 5 a.m. every day is a new episode. Now that, of course, my hosting platform has that type of schedule, whereas I can schedule different things. Uh, at specific times along with the blogs. It is so easy for me now. But you know what? I mean, it wasn't that easy before. So with the new tools and the new, the, the, the different things that I have at my disposal, it has enabled me to become more creative. And when I became more creative, I realized, oh, this is what people want. This is what people want. That's what people want. You see, you understand that you get the drift now, right? So it's kind of like, you know, coming across an entrepreneur, digital nomad that's living in the north of Thailand, originally from America. We decided that we're going to do a live coaching session and we're going to do a podcast on a biweekly basis. So I guess we could do a podcast one week and then wait one week and then we'll do a live coaching and then we'll do a podcast and a live coaching. I'm actually doing this with another individual by the name of Selena. She's an entrepreneur from Denver, Colorado. Also with motivational mentors, the creativity with that was, hey, you know what? Let's bring someone on every Sunday. Okay, with that Sunday, we could add someone on with the topic. Okay, let's do this. And the creative, it kind of got, you know, I guess you could say it stunted just a, the creativity stunted just a little bit after we did that. But again, it's just trying new things and listening to the market. How can someone be creative? You always have to think like five years ahead. So are commercials still going to be famous in 10 years? No, they're finished. Are YouTube ads going to be famous? No, because they're getting they're becoming extremely annoying. Um, if you whatever field of endeavor you're in or whatever you're strong at, you're going to have to think way ahead of people who are either in your field or just way ahead in general say, "You know what? Where is this going to be in 5 years?" See, the whole podcast realm in Asia, it hasn't even come yet. People don't know what podcasts are right now in Asia, except for those who actually have a Western world influence. 
But once China figures out what podcasts are and they are listening to my English language podcast right now, that's when the massive boom can happen. Now, those people who actually created podcasts five years ago and they're at the top of the charts, people are like, oh, well, he you know, created this episode five, six, seven, you know, seven years ago. That was actually the worst time to make a podcast in terms of the English language. Now, with the personal development, it's a very, very saturated market right now. And that's probably why, you know, with my podcast, I'm kind of like, yeah, I'll do a video now. I'll do a video here and there and there. You know what I mean? Because I know that that market is unbelievably saturated. But with the English language market, I mean, you just don't have anyone with that type of schedule, with that type of coaching, with those type of refreshment courses on YouTube and in the transcriptions and developing this and selling this. No one is on my level like that right now, and this is why I absolutely believe that I'm going to win, and I'm quadrupling down on my strength in terms of the creativity. So honestly, what can you actually take from this specific podcast? Guys, it's always about looking at the trends, bucking the trends. So if you look at right now what's happening And let's say the baseball world. Is it going down or going up? It's going down. The NBA, are they losing fans? Absolutely. Why? Because they're making it so one-sided to whereas we could predict easily who's going to win the national, you know, the NBA. So why even show up to the games? Why even watch the games on TV anymore? There's no suspense behind it. However, the NFL, are they gaining fans? No, because they're not expanding. So what's the goddamn point? The point is just for those individuals to make – you see what I mean? So – If we look at a 20-year outlook, if you ask the commissioner of the NFL right now, hey, 20 years, what do you want to be doing? What's the NFL going to be comprised of? Still 32 teams? Still the same fans? Well, what's the point of that? You guys have been doing the same thing the last 30 years. Now, yes, you've expanded a couple of times out there to London, but what about the rest of the world? A lot of people do love the NFL. How about you take a poll and see where the next regular season game should be? How about developing conferences all around the world? And whereas you can have a a worldwide Super Bowl and not just an American Super Bowl. How about the NBA? How come you don't have teams? How come there aren't teams in Canada? How come there's only one team in Toronto? Why isn't there a team in Montreal right now? Why aren't there any teams in Mexico or in Puerto Rico that are competing? Oh, it's the logistics. Bullshit. Because those guys in Europe travel from country to country, and they travel all the way to America to do blah, 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 blah. You see what I mean? Like those types of people, they have no ideas. This is why Jeff Bezos is on top of everything. They they bought out Walmart. That's why Walmart is finished. That's why Netflix took over the blockbusters and everything else that it's out there because the creative side. If you continue doing the same thing over and over, you're going to lose. That's why if we look at the market right now here – with the English language is becoming a very saturated market right now in Thailand. There are language centers popping up everywhere. What does this mean? Well, it's going to bring down the rates, just like massage. If you go to a massage parlor, it would, what, I guess 40 years ago, it would be probably, well, who knows how much it would have been 40 years ago, but the prices are dropping. No one's going to pay $66 for a massage when they could pay for a $10 massage. You see what I mean? What do, what can you do that's better than this specific individual or better than this massage shop? And then that's where you separate yourself from everyone. So if you look at the, the folks on YouTube, okay, now, again, uh, some people are doing very, very well. A lot of people have that type of brand. But, again, virtual reality is coming. 
Once virtual reality comes, you know what? It's probably going to be very, very easy to develop English language skills. But guess what? If you, if, if a customer comes into your shop and all you do is say, hey, I'm going to sell you this book and this is going to be your teacher. I'm going to say, how is that teacher or how is this book going to enable that teacher to teach me what's in this book, what I could already learn at home? What does that teacher know that will help me with my life? They don't have that here in Thailand. They don't. And so that's why I stand out from so many others. This is why there are so many different companies, you know, saying, hey, are you free here? Are you free there? And this and that, because they know I'm just not a typical. Okay, yeah, you could go to an international school. Okay, what are those international schools providing? It's the same thing, unless there are some critical, you know, thinking components that they do implement into the lessons, which some of them do. But at the end of the day, I mean, they're still going to go to university right after school and do the same things that everyone else in the world is doing. It's just going to be in more debt. You see what I mean, man? This is why I question everything. These language centers, you can't just sell a book anymore. You can't. You can't just say, hey, listen, this is the book. You're going to have to pay for the book, and this is your teacher. The teacher is going to teach you one, two, three, four, five, page by page. And then after a certain amount of hours, you're going to have this specific English language proficiency. That's not good enough anymore. And with the Thai teachers, the Thai teachers are teaching English through their language, through their language. Is that helping the student whatsoever? Absolutely not. You see? But it's all about brand building. It's a market right now. And of course, right now in Thailand, yes, it's a significant market. But man, uh, China is taking over right now. They have online teaching. They hire all the Americans out there saying, hey, yeah, I've taught before. All they have to do is just do some prepaid lessons, 25-minute lessons on some of these organizations that have millions of students. Teach for 25 minutes, teach for another 25 minutes, boom, you made $25. But do you actually teach them anything? No. They already have lessons prepared. And those lessons are pure shit. I'm telling you. I'm telling you guys, man. Is that going to be able to survive for a long time? I don't know. It all depends what China plans on doing. Are they planning on being a closed country for a very, very long time? Or are they everyone going to rebel and go outside and realize, oh, man, it's all about traveling. I want to live in this country so I can learn this language and that language. Hey, that's a possibility. So this is being creative people i hope you do get and can take something away from this but in whatever you're doing honestly that there was another guy wad bud suds i actually had him on my podcast he created something that's better than anything on the market all the bars of soaps and this and anything you've ever washed your body with he has created his own and so i'm hoping and rooting for him to just overtake the trash dove the trash irish spring all those different types of of soap bars that leave your skin dry and wanting lotion, he's going to take over that market. See, that's called creativity. What can he do to help human beings? And that's what he's doing right now. These other companies are going purely predicated off brand. And that's why people are realizing, oh, you guys are pretty bullshitty. Yeah, the dial, the dove, the this, the that, they're all garbage, they're all the same. Nothing ever changes. So, Again, guys, here it is. The future's here. So are you just going to sit there, be stagnant, and just do everything year after year like you've been doing for the longest? Or are you going to realize and say, hey, listen, if I stay doing this for the next three years, this company's out of business. That's when the creative should kick in. And when the creative kicks in, create that mastermind group 
and start using those ideas. So, guys, with that being said, thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. Stay tuned for the next one. I'm your host, Arsenio, as usual, over and out.